Well, hello there. Thank you for coming back for yet another episode. This is episode number six. Today, we're going to be talking about five good habits to start. I have a special surprise at the end of the episode, so please stick with us till the end. And now to our episode, five good habits to start. Tip number one, working out. If you follow me on social media, you've probably seen that I exercise every now and then. It's because it's part of me. Don't get me wrong. I hate it working out. There's some days that I don't even want to work out. I do it because it's good for my health and it makes me feel a lot better. I might not feel good going into it, but I feel awesome coming out of it. It also gives you a dopamine high. It's the good feel hormone. So that's why you feel so great when you're working out, when you're done with a workout and you get that great feeling. I'm going to be honest with you. I get that feeling like I'm Wonder Woman when I'm done with my workout. And I even think that my abs are about to show even though it's day number one. When do I work out? When do you want to get a better mood? So you work out. The stress of life and of all the things that we have to do as a wife, as a mother, as a teacher, now that some of the kids are being homeschooled, the pressure of working on the road or working out from home on top of whatever else is on your plate, it just helps you be in a better mood. Working out is good for your overall health. If you think of exercise just to lose weight, stop. I used to be the same way. And it also used to be an excuse to eat whatever I wanted, but I'm going to talk about that a little bit more on my next tip. Working out, it's not just for losing weight. It is so much more. You have to take care of yourself now so you don't have somebody take care of you later on. It's about taking care of you. Your body needs this. Working out not only makes you feel better, it reduces the risk of chronic illness. I am not saying that you're not going to get a chronic illness because some of these are hereditary, but it reduces your risk. It improves your memory. Are you being forgetful? Are you feeling that you can't remember things the way that you used to, that you used to have a better memory? Well, maybe it's because you were more active before than you are being right now, and exercise improves your memory. It also lowers your stress. And working out is a way for you to boost your immune system to make yourself a little stronger. Whatever little we can do to be better, to prevent bad things or to prevent non-desirables, we have to take that action. You're probably going to ask, what's the best time to work out? I like to work out after I drop my son from school before my day actually starts. Sometimes it's not possible. But let me ask you this. When is the best time for you to work out? It's the time that you can make the workout. If you schedule a workout early in the morning, but you never make it, that's not the best time for you. If you schedule your workout at noon and you can't be there at noon, that's not the best time for you. If your best time to do your workout is after you come home from work, and that is the only time that it actually fits in your schedule and it will get done, then that is the best time for you to work out. My best time is not your best time. And your best time might not be mine. Whether books or articles say that it's better to work out in the morning with an empty stomach, if you can't do it, it's not the best time for you. Some people work out late at night. 
Others can't do that because then they can't go back to sleep. Their body is all hyped up and they can't go to sleep and they don't have a good night's rest. So then that's not the best time for them. I've done all, all of it. But right now, in the times that we're living in right now, my best time to work out Monday through Friday is after I drop my son off at school. There's some days that I don't want to wake up earlier or there's some days that I just don't have the time. Then I have to force myself to find another moment in my day where it will happen. One of the things that helps me get my workout in, it's the fact that I'm choosing workouts that are about 30 minutes long. If I don't want to do a workout, but the workout is an hour long, my mind is going to start putting up excuses because I don't have an hour. There's plenty of workouts that are 30 minutes or less. Do a Google search. My favorite, and I'm going to be totally honest with you, I've been doing it since it came out, 21 Day Fix Extreme. There's a 21 Fix, the regular one. I've never done it, never even attempted it. I've done the 21 Day Fix Extreme. That's the best workout for me. Obviously, you have to switch things now and again, and I do love my beach body workouts. I am going to be totally honest with you. My workouts are usually beach body workouts, and I have done them for years, and I love them. They also have a lot to choose from, and now they have like a Netflix kind of deal that you can pay monthly fee or annual fee, I believe it is. And there's plenty of other workout routines that you can find. There's some that are free and there's some that are paid. I'm just telling you that Beachbody is my favorite one. Now let's talk about nutrition because in the same way that we're talking about making your body be better, we also have to talk about nutrition because working out and eating right goes hand in hand. Tip number two is nutrition. Working out, first of all, is not an excuse to eat poorly. You can't say, okay, I'm going to start working out three to four times a week and I am going to have donuts every single day after my meals. It doesn't work out like that. It doesn't provide you the permission that you want to eat badly. You can start with a great breakfast, healthy snacks. You can have fruits, you can have protein bars, you can have yogurts. There's so many healthy snacks out there. There is plenty of ways that you can get on track on your nutrition. Eating veggies and fruits is a great start. Don't tell me that you don't eat vegetables and don't tell me that you don't eat greens because I have been there as well. When I lived in Puerto Rico, my friends can tell you I never ate anything green. But when I discovered 21 Day Fix Extreme, I decided that my health was going to be at the top of my list. I had to make the changes that I needed to make. Vegetables were never in my vocabulary and they were never on my plate. But I decided to make a change. Our changes are mostly in our minds. The more you tell yourself, I don't like vegetables, the more you're going to dislike them. The moment you say, I am willing to try this, maybe it's not as bad as I thought, or maybe somebody can help me to make them in a way that I can tolerate them. That way, your mind always finds and figures out whatever it is that you need. But if you put anything in your way to make your mind stop finding alternatives, the mind will always stop looking for them. I started with broccoli, then I proceeded with asparagus. I tried 
cauliflower, carrots. I don't like all of them and I haven't tried all of them. But you figure out which one is best for you and how you can make them. It only takes about seven times to taste something. Your taste buds get used to that flavor. If you don't like something, you can try it enough times that it'll start to taste better. The more you know about it, the better options you can make as you cook them. If you're wanting to lose weight, the first thing that I have to tell you is you do not have to starve yourself. When we're talking about nutrition, we're talking about giving your body what it needs. If you eat the right foods in the right amounts, you can be eating every two to three hours. You can have something to eat and that'll keep you filled up and it'll keep your body working the right way. And you don't have to go hungry just because you're wanting to lose weight or you're trying to eat healthier options. Don't deny yourself pleasures. I love chocolate. I am addicted to chocolate, but I don't have chocolate every day. Don't deny yourself things you like and crave because it's not a reality. At some point, you're going to have them. Just plan them and schedule them. Don't forget to drink water. Everybody is different. A healthy recommendation is to drink half of your body weight in ounces of water. If you're at 150 pounds, 75 ounces of water. That's how you gauge it, but you should not have less than that. Tip number three is about sleep. A lack of sleep is the opposite of all the benefits that I mentioned exercise provides you. If your body doesn't get enough sleep, your body's not going to function properly. Just like exercise, it reduces stress, it improves your memory, lowers your blood pressure, keeps you in a better mood. It makes the brain more effective and productive. You need to get your seven to eight hours of sleep every day. Lack of sleep affects your mental clarity and emotional state like decision making and creativity. You need to schedule your sleep. If you don't schedule your sleep, there's a lot of things that are going to get in your way of getting the rest that your body needs. The way that you schedule your sleep is by reverse engineering it. If you know the time that you have to get up in the morning, just go seven to eight hours back and then an hour extra. You can put an alarm on your phone. So if you have to be asleep at 10 o'clock, you can put an alarm on your phone for nine or 9.30. You can start shutting down the TV, the computer, make sure the kids are in bed, that everything that needed to be taken care of in that day has been taken care of. You don't miss the window of going to sleep at 10 o'clock then you, you are well rested by the next day when you go to work. But always make sure that you reverse engineer from the time that you want to get up and make sure you're sleeping seven to eight hours and give your body a good night's rest. If you can't sleep, try changing your routines. Like I said, setting up alarms is a good way to do it. Try eliminating certain foods. Some people can't have coffee after two or three o'clock. If they have coffee in the afternoon, it won't let them sleep at night. I can have a cup of coffee right before going to bed and that won't affect my sleep. But there are certain foods that affect you in different ways. And if you see if there's some kind of food that is affecting your sleep, try and eliminate that food or have it earlier during your day. If everything else fails and you're still suffering from lack of sleep, insomnia, sleep apnea, please see a doctor. This is very serious. 
an unclear mind can lead you to have an accident. You can fall asleep at any given moment. This is one thing that you cannot control. Have you ever been in a meeting and you can't keep your eyes open? Bless your heart if it hasn't happened to you, but it has happened to me. And it is very, very hard to try and stay awake when your body can't take it anymore. When I was nursing my son, he used to wake up every two hours. It kept me sleep deprived for the first nine months to a year. At some point, I just could not take it anymore. I would fall asleep wherever I was sitting. When I wasn't working out on the road, I would fall asleep. If I was in somebody else's car, if I was in a meeting, you just can't keep your eyes open. It's an automatic reaction. It's like when you have to pee. If you don't get there in time, you pee your pants. It's the same thing. There's certain things that you cannot control no matter how hard you try. This is something that you cannot control and you cannot get under wraps. If you can't figure out a way to sleep seven to eight hours because your body is just not cooperating, go see a doctor. That is my best recommendation. Tip number four, read a personal development book. Nowadays, you can also listen to a personal development book. You can listen to podcasts like this one. It just helps you be a better person. It makes you be more proactive. It's the don't wait, do kind of mentality. If you hear something that you are struggling with or that you haven't been able to do and you hear somebody that has done it or figure it out, it gives you a way to move forward to that. I don't know if you've heard the quote, reach for the stars, because even if you don't reach them, you land among them. Well, this is the way that personal development works. It'll bring you some self-awareness of where you are and where you've been. It'll give you some direction as to where it is that you want to go. It'll provide you the motivation that you need or the little push that you needed just to start moving forward. It changes the way you live to strive to be better and it gets you out of your head. It just moves you in a way that maybe you hadn't thought of before. We need to look outside of where we are, outside of what we do 24-7. We need a little help, whether it's spiritual, physical, mental, or emotional. We all need to grow a little. We all need to learn. Every day we learn something new. Work around what it is that you want to learn and where it is that you want to be. My top five books in no specific order are The Motivation Manifesto by Brandon Burchard, Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis, Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Forleo, Start With Why, Simon Sinek, Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. You can Google the information on these books, and I'll also be sure to link them up in the show notes. Tip number five. Read the Bible or your equivalent. I understand that not everybody is a Christian and people have different beliefs. I totally understand and respect you. Me, I like to read the Bible because it keeps me in line with my higher power, which is God. It gives me the strength to keep going. It helps me create a connection, a relationship with God. If you're not a Christian, I totally respect your choices. But you must have an equivalent source where you can dig into to reach your higher power, where you can see inspiration. I'm not going to go much deeper than this because everybody has different beliefs. 
What I would like to say is that it is very refreshing to your soul and it helps you create a relationship with our creator. So there you have it. Five good habits to start. For a recap, we talked about tip number one, working out or exercising, just get your body moving. Tip number two, nutrition, eating healthy, creating healthier habits. Tip number three was sleep. Make sure you get your seven to eight hours of sleep every day. Tip number four was read or listen to a personal development book or podcast. Tip number five, read the Bible or any equivalent that you might have within your beliefs. Now to make this actionable. Go to RaquelColina.com forward slash zero six. I would attach this on the show notes. You can go there and you can download a freebie. It's a worksheet that you can use. You can track your changes for these five habits. Where are you now? What do you need to do? Where do you want to be? And when do you want to be there? RaquelColina.com forward slash zero six. You can get your freebie there.